1: Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real. real phony gon' recognize, still. still, reckon I will. Like we always do, with this time, I
0: go for mine. I got to shine. Let's your hands. Welcome, everybody, to the KRB Radio Show. Another beautiful week, man. It's time to do this thing again. 8.03 p.m. is the time, Eastern Standard Time, Sunday, May 4th, 2014. We are back at it again, courtesy of none other than Miller Marketing and Media. And uh, you guys know we do a B.I.G. Shout out to everybody out there for listening to the show. You're definitely B.I.G. in my book. And I really appreciate you guys coming through Gotta give us take a moment real quick and give a shout out to everybody out there going to prom. I've seen a lot of you know social media man. You guys know we scroll through all the time, always checking social media out, trying to find out who's doing what at what time and what's going on and who's telling lies and you know who's exposing everybody else. That seems to be the common trend today. Everybody has something to tell. Everybody's exposing this person. Everybody's talking about that person. Uh, social media has turned into reality TV live. So, you know, that's what it is. But you guys know that I, uh, I like social media today. If you've listened to the show before, you've heard where um, I think that I had an on-air revelation. I, it it kind of happened before being on the air. But I think throughout through talking it out and talking to you guys, I realized how important social media could be and, and how many levels it exists on. I mean, there's a lot of people who depend on this stuff. And uh, I'm putting something together that I want to share with the world and I'm going to share with the world one day really soon. So you guys look out for that. Something uh, uh, sort of a panel where I'm going to invite people out. And we're going to talk about social media because let's face it, Facebook, Twitter, all this stuff is a part of who we are today. Whether we want to realize it or not, whether we accept it or not, whether you're paying attention to it or not, it's just a, it's a part of our everyday um, People go to get jobs, and and shout out to my brother I got in here with me tonight, Uh, my brother Bobby Richmond, a.k.a. Buck, Um, one of the board members, one of the founding members of uh, I Love Being a Black Father in here with his I Love Being a Black Father t-shirt on right now. Shout out to you, B. Hey, how you doing, world?
1: How y'all doing?
0: He doesn't talk like that on a regular basis. That's a front. He's doing it for the radio because I told him it's going to be 30 million people listening to him. So now he's like, how y'all doing? Normally, he's like, what's up? So uh, you know, B.I.G., shout out to him for coming on the show. It is what it is. Listen, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to have this panel um, if I can get enough people involved because people people don't people like to listen, and, and this is what I noticed through being on the radio. But people like to listen, but they don't like to interact as much. Like they don't they don't want to call in because some people just don't like the way they talk. They don't like the way they sound, or they don't like for people to hear what they really think. You know, they rather hide behind, and, and I won't say hide behind the keyboard, but they're more comfortable being behind the keyboard than actually calling in a phone line or calling in a show and expressing their views and talking about things. Because I found that a lot of people have trouble expressing themselves. Like, they, they're they not used to it. They're not comfortable with it. You know, some people, uh, they do better writing in a letter or an email or telling somebody else to tell the world or telling somebody else to tell somebody for them. So, you know, I'm going to have a panel anyway, if I can get enough people involved. And what we're going to do, we're going to talk about the effects of social media in our homes, in our household, with our children. Uh, shout out to the Love and Father Society, my brother Rashad Woods, BP, and, uh, you know, everybody else who's involved. And and also, B.I.G., shout out to my, my team over here at KRP Radio, man, and, and, and everybody who's involved. If you guys don't know, and if this is your first time listening to the show we do shout-outs. So hit us up at symbol K-R-P radio at gmail.com. I'm sorry, K-R-P radio, K-R-P radio show. K-R-P radio. Jesus, can't even get myself <laughs> right. I'm just trying to go too fast to get it all in. We're also on Twitter, folks, at symbol K-R-P radio show. If you got shout-outs, you can find us on Facebook. We're all over. Find us somehow and send your shout outs saying that we'll try our best to get them in on this show or we'll try to get them in on a future show. Uh it is what it is. But we're going to have this panel and we're going to talk about the effects of all these different things. And and I hope that we can come to some sort of resolve and either feel better about what we have a social media. I hope we can come away with some more responsible tactics to be able to teach our kids to be able to control our homes and the social media that we have. And uh you know, maybe we can share some ideas to make life a lot better via this panel. So that, that's that's you know that's the intent the whole intent is to make the family better that's what we are to do that's that's what we want to do we want to be that village to help raise each other's kids we don't get that anymore as much as we once did so we want to try to help each other out and uh you know we want to raise each other's kids and and do our thing so you know that's the purpose of this panel folks and that's what we plan on doing 6196388559 if you got a comment and you want to say something on the radio Press number one, and we'll try to get you guys in on live, and uh, we'll try to bring you in on the topic of the conversation that we have. And uh, this evening, I just wanted to, I was going to ask Buck about some things. I mean, I've I've been seeing a lot of things buzz on the social media. I've been seeing a lot of things buzz throughout different platforms, and the water cooler, being here, and different people have these conversations and talk about, you know, a lot of different things that are going on. Oh, shout out to my VPs in the building. What's up, brother? Rashad Woods just steps in the building with us, in the studio with us. And, uh, you know, I I guess we're going to get him in on the conversation as well. Yeah, he don't want to, but it's too bad. But uh, (laughs) there's been a lot of things buzzing on the social media front. And uh, I just wanted to talk about Larry Johnson and the comments that he made. Because, look, here's what I realized. Huh? You don't have to whisper. You know, it's cool. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, it's my show, man They it, it ain't paying no bills to nobody else I pay for this, we're good But, um, yeah, Larry Johnson made some comments That a lot of people uh, View as being racist Being ignorant or, or, you know, I don't know what to call it I, I, I wrote about it on my blog Check out Hip Hop Conservative On WordPress and, and I wrote about it on my blog And I looked at it from a personal standpoint And from a business standpoint But, um, you know, the Let's talk. Let's just talk about it, man. Larry Johnson says that uh, in the wake of the Don, uh, uh, what's his last Sterling. name, Sterling of the, Do- you know who that was, <laughs> in the wake of the Don Sterling controversial comments that he made or uh, the taping, we've been talking about racism quite frequently all over the place, all over the country. Shut, so, Miss Woods. How you doing? Welcome to the dungeon. <laughs> But we've been talking about racism a lot, and um, am going to talk about that here tonight. We're also going to share some views and share some ideas and talk about some things surrounding that. And uh, Larry Johnson of the New York Knicks, one of my favorite players, one of my top three, if you like him or not, Grandma Ma, will dunk on you and scream or holler, changed the art of basketball so far as dunking and the position of the power forward. But uh, Larry Johnson said that he believes that – uh. We should have an all-black NBA. Yeah, he said he thinks that we should have an all-black NBA. Now, there have been a lot of people that are upset about this. I'm sure the New York Knicks had a fit. uh, You know, and and there have been different media people that have been having a bald ball field. You know, I mean, they've been having a ball with Larry Johnson making that comment because he's been called stupid. He's been called lame. Uh, some people have called him racist. A lot of people have called him racist. I've seen where conservatives—shout out to all my conservatives out there—you know who I am—but I've seen a lot of conservatives jump on the jump on the horn on the social media and, and they just oust this guy. They start killing Larry Johnson, calling him you know all sorts of names, and you know, is it Rashad, what do you think? Is, is Larry Johnson is that a racist comment? Um, I don't think it's. Let me let me
1: um, make sure I'm, I speak and uh correct uh manner but <laughs> I think he has the right to his own opinion but I think in some some truth in that as far as I guess he's looking at it as a broader span as far as how it is now. Because the NBA is a predominantly white owned league. <clears throat> there are some minority owners in the league, uh, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan Mm-hmm. Um, before that was from Bob Johnson. Uh, I'm not really sure about, you know, anyone else. Uh at some point Jay Z was a minor uh Minority Share owner. Minority share owner. Yeah. I mean things like that. It's it's something that we know and it just it goes beyond just NBA it goes along to the neighborhood of the community that we don't own things. We don't have something that, you know, where we are majority owners of, you know, and, and it's not like I said not, there's a time where we need to have an understanding that we need to look to better ourselves and put ourselves in a position where we're not, we can't, we can't be, you know, chopped up or, you know, giving, giving the boot, let's say, for instance, you know, because at some point if I, if, if I'm the owner mm-hmm. then I have the right to hire and buy who I want to. Sure. So I have, mm-hmm. so I would like to be in that position and we need more black people in that position at, at some point. And we want to raise young men, young women to be owners and not just workers. But mm. in, in, in this league, mm. we're just workers at this point. You know, they're cutting the check for us. Wow. Are we cutting any checks? That's the question.
0: That's a, that's that's an interesting uh that's an interesting take on this topic. I, I didn't look at it from that, that perspective. I did
1: didn't even think about it.
0: You know, are we the check writers or are we the check receivers? Are we owners or are we employees? Is this what Larry Johnson meant? Or was it just an emotional response from uh, the Donald Sterling stuff that was going on or comments a controversy?
1: I think it was a little both. I think it was a little, uh, okay, maybe the light bulb should go off to a lot of, you know, our people. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he kind of meant when he, he he felt like it, okay, now the light bulb is going off for y'all. It should go off now to see that, okay, this is what, you know, some. this is what the position we're in. Mm-hmm. We're in the position where a white man can say those Type of things about you know black people and feel like it's okay or not to be associated with them, but he still can have black people work for him. So now, can we be in a position where we can employ our own people mm-hmm. and not have it be a per se a slave type, slave owner type of mentality? So I mean, it's, it's it kind of it's a way where you know he feels it was. Some this how he may have come across it was maybe stupid or whatnot, but again, you know, I maybe he he probably ran it more so than th- thought about what he said. thinking more so of a rant. You know, a lot of times social media can yeah. can overwhelm you, and oh, you yeah. know, when you put it out there, you can't <laughs> get it back.
0: I think it was a rant too. I I think I think it was a rant, but I think all right. Here's here's the thing, and I and I wrote about this in my blog again. Check this out, Hip Hop Preservative on WordPress. You guys can read it in its entirety. And, Buck, you chime in when you feel like it. I mean, you can't have that air on the ass. <laughs> You've <laughs> <laughs> got to look on it, ladies and gentlemen. And see, this is why we got to go ahead and get KRPTV. because All I'm saying is, <laughs> all I want to say is, take all the black people out the NBA. You can't take all the black people out of the NBA. What if you did? You can't. It's How entertaining would it be? The NBA is made up with over ninety-one percent, over ninety percent of of black players. Okay. NBA is entertainment. That's sure. why they make so. That's why they make so much. That's why it's on TV all day. Right. How entertaining would it be if you took them all out? You don't go to the game to see Mike Miller. You go to the game to see LeBron James. Yeah. That's... <laughs> So you think? Do you think black players would follow uh, black ownership into an all-black league? I don't know. Do you think they would follow that? Something that new? I mean, you gotta look at it. It's kind of radical to say we need an all-black league. Now I don't. It, it's it's very, radical, it's very radical. But from a business perspective, it works. Whether we want to admit it or not, a lot of people are gonna say, Nah, that wouldn't work. You can't do this. You can't do that. Look, here's the truth of the matter, right? Black players make over 90% of the league, okay? And white ticket holders make up over 70% of ticket holders. Now, and then you got black people who spend more money than anybody in retail every single year. So the jerseys are going to sell because there's black players in the league, and they got jerseys, and black people are going to buy them. Everybody's going to buy them, but you know black people are going to spend the most on what? Shoes. Shoes are going to sell. NBA don't have a problem. The players... Don't ever have a problem selling shoes. They can be the ugliest, wackiest, craziest, flimsiest, non-stable shoes, most ankle-breaking pieces of crap out that, that people will buy. That comes down to the name that's on the shoe and the brand. Yeah, well, Nike's going to support it. Nike's the big four, they're going to support any yeah. NBA player that wants to put an NBA player that wants to put out a shoe. They're going to do it because you know what? People are going to buy it. But Larry Johnson, I think, which the, I think the idea... And the time of his comments were probably wrong because the timing was, it was already emotional. And I think he was reacting being a former player, right? He was reacting a little bit emotionally from what happened. Was. Naturally, was naturally. Right? Naturally. Yeah. Natural reaction. Somebody yeah. call you something, something, you call them something back, right? Natural reaction. But all this is under a microscope. So people are talking about it. Everybody see it. And now they've taken away from uh, Mr. Sterling's comments which were the most important comments of the whole conversation. And they went to Larry Johnson's comments, which weren't that bad, but the idea of his comments somehow deemed uh, racist. And, you know, I, listen, it is radical. I, from a business perspective, I think it would work. If I was Mark Cuban, if I was Michael Jordan, I would open my arms to an all-black league. I know it's not going to happen because it's a little too radical, probably a little crazy right now with the NBA and the ABA and merger from some years ago now it's just one monopoly So it ain't possible You ain't going up against the NBA and think you're going to get a lead That's going to sell as much or be better than the NBA Ain't going to happen Too many relationships, too many contracts Too much money All right, We know that's not going to happen So they got a monopoly on basketball in America right? Period. Period Nothing we can do about that But here's the thing And this is what's crazy to me Now I've seen comments Where people have said things like let me go conservative for a minute and talk about my circles for a minute. I'm supposed to be okay with comments like, the South shall rise again. So, now, from your perspective, right, from you guys, and I know y'all don't have a racist money in your body. Thank God. So, I know I can get an honest answer from this. This, this is the good thing about having you, you two here on the show, which I did not plan, ladies and gentlemen. But shout out to Love and Father Society, too, by the way. Um, here's the thing. Do you think, in your heart, right, in your heart of hearts, well, well, how do you feel about comments like, "The South shall rise again"? Like, what comes to mind? but when you hear somebody says, "Say the South shall rise again"? What comes to your mind?
1: That yeah, I'm from the North and I don't want
0: to hear it. But what does it mean to you? You're from New York, right? Yeah, so yeah. That, that means something totally different than it means to to Rashad and now. Yeah. The being from New York,
1: again, I never really heard it. I never really been around nobody racist until I
0: moved to the South. Oh, pause. Never. See, but you just said a key word. You said racist. So you view that comment as being racist when someone says the South should rise again? Rise again. Why, yeah. Why you can't say we all gonna rise again? I don't know. The South lost, right? We talking about the Civil yeah. War, apparently. The South yeah. lost, and and now we have a way of living where people are on an even accord. So when you hear things like the South shall rise again, what does that mean to you? What what does it make you refer to? Where do you where does your mind go when you hear that? Do you hear racism? Do you hear, you know, ignorance? Do you hear somebody that's proud of their heritage, proud of the South? I mean, what are you hearing? It yeah, yeah, just seems like they're just proud of the South. Just that's proud of the yeah, South. Right. I ain't but gonna say racist. Just proud of the South. What, what do you
1: think, Rah? Sure. I hear that um, it was it was never welcome. Mm. It was never welcome in the beginning, so when you have to rise again, it means you have to go back to how it was in the in the beginning. Mm. So if you're rising again for something that was already racist, it's more so okay. We want to go back to back, back to the old ways, to of, the old ways of the south.
0: That's much. what I hear, like, and and that's yeah. what I hear. And and I'm a proud, which you, I, you can't you can't tie conservatism to racism or to ignorance, all right, or, or to the South at all. Because like I always say, we define conservatism. You y'all heard me say that a million times. You've been to places I spoke. You've been with me. Y'all rock with me. Y'all my brothers. And and y'all know I mean this. Like I, I mean this in my heart. I'm a real true conservative. I don't care what nobody thinks about it. I feel like I define it. And and, and personally, and a lot of people won't agree with me, but personally I always thought that in, in America, um Black people who come from those of slaves were the true original definitions of conservative. Because we were the person that, despite our challenges and the things that we were going through, we would lean on the fact that there's a God that's going to get us out of this and that's going to strengthen us and carry us through so that we can, we can elevate above our physical uh, parameters and conditions, right? So we leaned on God and our understanding of God and our belief and our faith in God, to, to help provide and give us strength and courage to go on despite being slaves. So through that belief and through that faith in that system and, and the parameters that, and, and in which we were living, we had to grow our own crops. We had to put a, a few pieces of corn in our pocket while being in the field and grow that secret garden somewhere so we could eat a little bit better other than what we were being fed in the fields. And when I say we, I'm talking about blacks in slavery. So that's the definition of conservatism. You you save for tomorrow, right? You put away for a better day tomorrow for a rainy day. You take care of what's yours. You're, you're anti-leaning on anybody else, and you lean more so on yourself. So you don't lean on the government heavy. You lean on you and your own intuition and your own self, right? So those are the principles of conservatism. We are the true original conservatives. So as a conservative and as a person who look at things just the way they are, I go back to the Larry Johnson. Uh, 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 comments, and I look at this thing from a business perspective, and I go, this would actually work, but because of how America is today, talking about an all black anything, how America is today, someone is going to find bigotry, hate, racism within it. Was he right from his comments? No, he wasn't right. Yeah. Don Sterling wasn't right, but here's the thing about Don Sterling. He was in a private setting, right? So if he was as racist and I know I get a lot of flack from this, but if he was as racist and as hateful as a lot of people say that he was, cover your ears, folks. You would have heard a lot of niggas, I think. Not one or two that someone claim has been beeped out or whatever. You should have heard a lot of N bombs or a lot of I hate them M efforts or I hate those people or, or or what may have you. He would have been tying black people to niggas. He would have. Right? Anyone that hates black people immediately calls him a nigga. Right? Immediately. Right? Immediately.
1: But well, we didn't I, hear that.
0: When I listened to it for the second or third time, I heard more so he didn't want his woman to be around black people. He didn't want his transvestite looking side piece. Yeah. I, I feel like he was more <laughs> that was more jealousy. Absolutely. I don't want to see you with them. Right. That's all I heard. I didn't hear none of that what people think he was I believe I believe a lot of people are talking about the the things that he said in the past. Yeah. In combination like with the story at hand. That, that, we and,
1: were, that we weren't aware of.
0: Right. That yeah. we weren't aware of. We like, don't you know. To, this just came out. We just heard this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what about your First Amendment rights, though? What about the freedom of speech, being able to say what you want?
1: What I first thought of it was, it was wrong because he was being recorded, mm. not under his you know on knowing shout out to 50 cent so i felt i felt that way at first at first and then i then i secondly felt that <clears throat> what he's saying is a belief of his or how he came up and what he felt from being an 80 year old man mm-hmm. growing up and you know from his past so maybe he never had to associate himself or felt comfortable being in a position where he had to be amongst black people in a, in a manner where it was cool, mm. but it was just cool. It was cool. I think him being around black people at any point was business. <laughs>
0: Excuse me. Absolutely business. Yes,
1: it was. It was business.
0: Yeah. You better believe it was business. Cause she she even said to him, and and I don't even mean to get off on this, folks. I, I, we got another topic to cover here in, in another four minutes, eight twenty six p.m. on the Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to everybody out there listening to the KRP Radio Show. But I think she was just trying to. It was a come up, man. We know what this is, right? This is the cheap skis on the come-up, right? This cheap sidehole on the come-up. She was young. He's old. I mean, first of all, she's in her 20s. He's 80, whatever. Come on. We know what this is, right? I mean, she's in it for the dough. He's in it for the plate. And, and this is what we have. This is the life of some wealthy old men. You know, black, white, green, whatever you want to call them. She was on the come-up. She perpetuated a lot of it. She said, uh, why do you hate them so much? The oh, man said, I don't. He said, I don't hate him. He did. He said those he words. Yeah. I, I'm not putting them in his mouth. He said, I don't hate him. So what are you talking about? He said, why do you keep saying that? He said that a few times. Why do you keep saying that? Why that do you keep saying lets that? lets us know she was crying. Trying yeah. to get him to say that. Of course. She want, yeah. Of course. Trying to get him on the hook because yeah. she had that tape recorder. She yeah. sounded yeah.
1: like a reporter to
0: me. Absolutely sounded she like did. a reporter. She did. She right. Did. Makes you wonder who put him up to, it, Right. Yeah. Anyway, man, we we could we'll talk about this in circle. You look like you want to say something else, man. What is it, man? Nothing, what is it, man, bro?
1: Just, what is it? You know, it's it's. I'm glad that. You It was a realization to all those people who, who felt like you know that it doesn't still happen, mm. and mm-hmm. it now. Even to a guy like Magda Johnson, he under it made him realize that he wasn't as not say special, but he's just in the other term, he's just another nigga too. Woo!
0: That's a powerful comment right there, brother. It's more so, but even though he's more so, the- I can't believe he just said that. You know how people are about stuff like that? We know he was like that, but he said it. Woo! That's what makes it worse. Oh, we 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 cool as long as we don't hear it. Now we just heard it. It's like, wow, he said it. Did he just say that? So you know what? That's most stuff, though, isn't it? That's all it is. But it was, so he just said that. It was almost as if yeah, as yeah as he, as said as he said, said that. that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he said it. And I think that <laughs> I think it it. was so, you know, when he when he said that, and and, and they made it so that that it was he was talking she was talking about, he was talking about Magic Johnson that Magic was even shot because he felt like he was in those circles already.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. See, Magic felt like I'm beyond that hate that everybody else gets because I'm Magic. You no. Know? Yes. Yeah. I'm a owner now. I'm an owner, yeah. Yeah. I'm a great. I'm a legend. I'm an I'm NBA a legend.
1: legend. I'm, I'm an NBA legend. Yeah. Now I'm an owner of the LA Dodgers. Uh, VP. I think he is of the LA Lakers, and he felt like you know. He was above the talk that they have about the players, the regular regular people. Right. So he didn't feel like he was regular anymore. He felt like he was beyond. Um, he, you know, anyone thinking of him as that way. So, whew, I think it. You know, it was more so. A realization to Magic and a lot of people that. Thought that, okay, we're not there anymore.
0: <clears throat>
1: so do you think
0: that Magic is thinking more business now? Like, I want to buy the Clippers. Hell no. He, no. Get him. No. Nah. He don't have them. Nah. I got them. Then I can smile. I got the Clippers now. Nah. See, look, they first mind? of
1: all, I don't
0: agree with that in the first place. I don't think that the NBA, listen, I agree with the fun You'll, you find him whatever amount you want to find him. Good for him. It ain't going to hurt him. You know, that's like two bucks to him. It's that. But you find a man according to your bylaws. That's cool. I just don't agree with the fact that this, this, uh, this corporation is forcing this owner who they do business with to sell his team, to sell something that's his, that he put his money into his investment. Yeah. I don't give a damn what he said. Yeah. This should not be a business to say, for example... Um, KRP Radio. All right. Let's say you guys work with KRP M3G, excuse me, Miller Marketing Media. All right. You you are uh, uh, owners in whatever kind of you, you, you do you do business with us. All right. Okay. So you make a public comment, and then me and my board come to you and say, listen, we know you guys are making a lot of money doing business with us, selling microphones. We're gonna need you to sell your company because we don't appreciate the the negative and condescending. Uh, comments that you made, we don't appreciate it, and we're gonna force you out. We've come, we've come to the conclusion that
1: you need to sell your business. That's crazy. It's almost like Reebok telling Nike to sell because of absolutely, right? And that's that's crazy in
0: America. Despite what the man said, I don't agree with what he said, but no business entity should make you sell your corporation, man. But if I own it. You can't tell me I'm going to sell it. Well, apparently, apparently they can. Because yeah, now that they're, they're vetting people about buying the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And, and back to your comment, but Magic Johnson never wanted the Clippers, man. He but never play, wanted the Clippers. Play, he might want to the nah, like- I don't think he wants them now. Magic Johnson wants out of basketball, according to his business moves. Yeah. See, he's moved into something that's a little more lucrative, baseball. baseball. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. See, now he's the baseball. He's not into basketball anymore. He barely comments. He barely pops us on shows. He's been You haven't seen him this NBA playoffs that often at all. Nah. It's all about baseball. So I, The Dodgers, right?
1: Yeah, the Dodgers. So yeah, the Dodgers. I, okay. I'm not
0: knocking him. As a businessman, you do what you want to. I, he's already an ambassador. He's a legend for the NBA. That's cool. Do what you want. I just think he helped perpetuate something that I feel like is unconstitutional. All right? I think he joined on with this uh, witch hunt for this guy, Don Sterling, who's a racist piece of crap. All right, He's a bigot. It is what it is. It is. But he's 80-plus years old, and none of us in this room or out in this country is going to change that. Only God. That's it. Only God. Only God can change that when it's in someone's heart like that. And apparently it ain't that much. It might be in his heart, but it ain't in his penis because he got a black girlfriend that he's trying to do it with that he don't want nobody else to get none of that young sweet juice. Anyway, 619-638-8559. You listen to the KRP Radio Show. We're going to one commercial, and we're coming right back, so do not move. If you have a need for professional towing and you're down east in North Carolina, make sure you contact the good folks at A&E Hauling & Towing. Hauling & Towing, one step at a time. Secure, timely, efficient, professional, and 24 hours of coverage. For contacting A&E, make sure you dial 252-252. 292 Again, that's 252-292-3508. Let them know that Anthony Hilliard said give them a call. Welcome black. <laughs> Let me stop. Welcome back to the KRP radio show. 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment, baby. This second half of the show we're gonna talk about social media. I hope y'all are ready, cause I got a few questions, got a few things to say. And uh, you know, it, it is what it is, man. we're gonna we're gonna probably offend some people, but we don't mean to yes we do. I'm lying. We we amend we mean to offend people. We meant to get we mean to get beneath that surface that 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 shadow that veil that people honest, have on where the truth come out yes look the number one real truth real talk radio show in the land that's who we are that's what we do kirpradioshow.com. check us out on Twitter folks at symbol krrp radio show at symbol NC pudgy we need you guys to add us immediately also if you're on facebook facebook.com slash krp radio show you can find us there doing our thing doing what we do. Also, I want you guys to check out the LovingFatherSociety.com, LovingFatherSociety.com. Got a bunch of events coming up, man, Back, got a back-to-school summit, so you guys get your school supplies ready. Uh, Rashad and Contessa Woods and the Woods Family Initiative, shout out to them, man, for creating this thing, man. B.I.G., shout out to you for that, man, the back-to-school thing. That's, that's, that's huge, man. We're going to talk about that more, and I uh, hope to be broadcasting live. Nah, we ain't broadcasting live from out there. It, it's just too much work to do. It ain't going down. Maybe we'll talk about it after the event. Uh, You're going to have me hot and sweaty out there with a mic trying to record it an earpiece in my ear. But anyway, Love and Father Society. I love being a black father, being one of our first initiatives. I love being a white father, and et cetera. Uh, Fifteen different nationalities right now under that imprint, and we're just trying to do some positive things, man. And people ask, you know, why does it have to be a color? It has to be a color because it has to be a color. Sometimes you got to talk directly at the things that are wrong. And stop trying to sugarcoat it, man, because the truth of the matter is, it's okay to talk about the positive things of being black as long as you don't hate anybody that's white or otherwise. And vice versa. It's okay to talk about the things that you like about being white as long as you don't hate anybody else. That shouldn't matter. So all you people that are, are, oh, you can't say black, oh, you can't say white, you know, get over yourselves, man, because the issues that we all face are a lot bigger than you. Anyway... Um, got to give a shout out right now to some brothers who just graduated from college. That I feel like is a, a, is that a milestone, Rashad? You you're a graduate, brother. You I mean you you got your paperwork. does it feel like graduating from college, man? What kind of accomplishment is that?
1: Major, 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 major accomplishment. Because I just had a conversation yesterday about graduating from kindergarten, graduating from eighth grade. High school and in college, and I felt like you know, high school was definitely important. But you know, you don't you make a choice to go to college, so you make mm-hmm. a choice, and you make it's a fulfillment that you have and something that you chose to do to further your education, and to fulfill that is major. It's a major accomplishment. It's something that you had to work hard for, mm-hmm. and hopefully you'll use that and to better yourself in in the, in the world. Wow. That's B.I.G.
0: I'm not a college graduate. I'm working on it, baby. Um, so, B.I.G., shout-out to my brother Ant Bynum, first of all, and, and some regu- relatives of his uh, that he was giving a shout-out to on social media, on Facebook, and uh, not to be name-dropping, but, hell, who doesn't know Facebook show? It is what it is. Uh, Vincent Hall fourth and Levi Williams, excuse me, who both graduated from uh, Johnson C. Smith and North Carolina A&T, uh, B.I.G. shout out to you brothers man you, Your quest to life If you if you thought high school Was your first step Into the world I'll say graduating college Is a bigger step into the world Because for a lot of kids that graduate High school uh, and, and I say kids, some people refer to them as adults But I say kids because You don't have a clue what you're going to do Out of high school most of the time And even out of college you don't have a clue What you're going to do But the thing about college is Now it's time to act. (laughs) You know, you can't hide behind, and and, and a lot of people do hide behind it because they just don't know yet, and their kids are teenagers. So, you know, rightfully so, but you can't hide behind the fact that I'm going to school, I'm going to live in the dorm for the next four years. Ain't no more of that. Most of the time, when you graduate from college, it's go time. It's time to find a job. It's time to be disappointed that you're not going to work in the field that you graduated from, (laughs) most likely. You know, it's time to face the realization that it's time for that ass to pay some of those bills, and uh, you know now you gotta find your own crib. Most likely, ain't no eating out of mama house, and uh, you know those financial aid uh, checks that you were getting, now it's time to kick out for some of those. You know, the financial aid and the loans and all that good stuff. So, you know, college is the real wake up call to the world if high school isn't. So, shout out to you, brothers. And uh, all the other college graduates out there, man, you guys are definitely B.I.G. In my book, really appreciate you guys for doing what you do and leading the way. And uh, if there are any high school students out there right now, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, 8th grade, whatever, if you're not serious about going to school, if you're not serious about going to get a trade, if you're not serious about going to college, if you're not serious about life in general, and your parents aren't trying to push you to get more serious about it, now is the time. You know, uh, tomorrow is definitely not promised. It's better to be prepared than not. And, uh, you know, start contacting some of these schools. If you don't have any parents to help you out, find a financial aid advisor, uh, a, a college, uh, what do you call it, a counselor, principal, vice principal, a favorite teacher. Do whatever you got to do to find out what you need to do to get in college. And don't forget, folks, And always, shout out to North Carolina Community College Board. And uh, I, I forgot the folks over there that I met at the, uh, at the governor's office up there in Raleigh. But, listen, two-year schools are great. You know, I push my kids to go to two-year schools. I hope that they do. My wife and I have agreed that we'll actually pay for the first couple years. So, you know, we ain't paying for four. We're paying for two. We're trying to raise responsible kids. And if they get four-year scholarship, they are off and they're going. But it is what it is. Anyway, moving right along, folks, man. We're trying to do some B.I.G. things. And uh, one thing that I found out, folks, is that uh we're in a we're in a a a life today where social media facebook and twitter is a part of our world is a part of our daily activity is a part of our jobs is a part of our eating our shopping social media has taken over life and for the people who have not allowed social media to take over their lives, I have nothing but the utmost respect for you because I don't know how you do it. Man, if my phone goes dead or if I break another phone, you guys know like I break two a year. This one broke this one already. But um, if I can't get on my social media to blog and to see what other nonsense other people are doing out there and, and to get my daily jokes, again, shout out to Ant Bynum. I know I laugh out loud at his jokes at least once a week. And there's a lot of truth to his jokes too. That's why I appreciate it. It's a lot of hardcore truth that you just gotta eat because a lot of times he's talking about you without talking about you. And by reading it you realize it yourself and, and and oftentimes it might make you think twice about doing what you do. But um you know shout out to everybody out there who's doing that. But to all the people who don't allow social media to take over their daily lives. I salute you man because you're special. You are, are are the 1%, the true 1%, not the rich 1%, not the poor 1%, but the true 1% who are living life the way it should be led because we should not allow social media to take over us. But for all you people out there who are business owners, this is where it reverses. If your ass is a business owner and you own any kind of business and you swear to God that you're doing it, you're getting busy, you're doing your thing, shout out to A&E Towing, too. We just did a, a drop for them. My brother, Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Hilliard out there doing this thing, man. Big Vegas, shout out to you, brother. Keep pushing, man. Bell's Bondsman last week, right? Yep. Towing business this week. Yep. That's what capitalism is all about. That's what conservatism is about, folks, and you ain't got to like it. Anyway. Anthony, B. Anthony, Anthony, man, shout out to you, bro, man. That's major. We're going to play that commercial again, too. It's just a drop. It's nothing major. We can do something major later for him. But uh, if you have a business and you don't have a Facebook or a Twitter page, there's no way that you pop it. No way what do y'all think no way that you're popping no way your business getting money no way that you're making the money that you should be making if you don't have a Facebook or a Twitter page one in four people in the world or in America sorry has a Facebook page one in four one in two and a half has a Twitter page what's going on with social media folks yeah, you
1: people what about
0: these party promoters they, you can't promote a party without it. How no way are you do it
1: Twitter, Facebook, make a page for it. Even if it's for a couple of days or just for that week that the party is coming, yeah. Or you're doing a get together, yeah.
0: Whatever, yeah. Put it on there. You gotta I have
1: it. it. That's how. That's how we. That's how I keep up with people's birthdays. I can't <laughs>
0: remember people's birthdays. Wow. wow. See, see, you the the craziest crazy thing about <laughs> so you're birthdays. So your birthday, up. I'm gonna find out though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going <laughs> there now, man. You know, I don't know when you. <laughs> I fell back from the birthdays. I can't even. I first. don't
1: even get on them every day say happy birthday here. I, I might to get to, on there on the first and say happy birthday everybody this month.
0: It was taking me over, man. Yeah. I was trying because it's five a day, ten a day. Dude, I, a day. I even try to get ahead of the game. right? I found out how you can go on there and, and see the birthdays for tomorrow and the next day. So I was hitting people up early and it made me look good too. I was like, yo, I got you. Happy birthday. I'm the first person to tell you know, it made me feel good because I'm like, yeah, I, I got there first, right? So they know I care. I ain't really give a damn. Let's tell the truth. You I broke it down first to HBD. <laughs> HBD, <laughs> HBD, Happy Birthday! HBD yeah. then I, just stop. It's too much. I'm not saying I don't give a damn about the people, but come on, y'all are in my circle. You okay. guys are you in bitch. my circle, right? And there's people who are not in my circle. I'm happy that they made it to see another birthday, right? Hey, much love to you. Matter of fact, Happy Birthday to everybody out there on my Facebook and Twitter pages that I'm not going to say Happy Birthday to this year.
1: Happy Birthday to everybody for the rest of this year.
0: Yeah, I gotta do it like that. I'm gonna make a post to say that because I need to. Because I don't want people to say right. to
1: this shit. I ain't forget about you.
0: Yeah, everybody.
1: This is the this
0: is the worst thing about Facebook. I think they should have left them happy birthdays alone. Because yeah. now you got to keep up, yeah.
1: and if you don't keep up, somebody's gonna feel some kind of way. People expect you to say happy birthday to them, or uh, <laughs> it is. They're checking to see. And I had, if I have 300 friends, I'm expecting. that. <laughs> Two hundred and sixty five I got a thousand. Some, I, got a thousand I got a thousand from
0: friends. I got a thousand from friends. It took me twenty-four hours to get to a hundred happy birthdays. Hey, look. Let me ask you. All on one. my birthday, I got a not... hundred happy birthdays. On my birthday, <laughs> I got a thousand from friends. See, look, bro, he kept up with it. Look. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about, and, that, yeah. and that's the problem. It really bothers me. Yeah. yeah, it bothers you because you remember the numbers. I had 99 <laughs> happy birthdays. I got a thousand from friends. See, only ten percent. You know like what think about me? <laughs> People will tell you happy birthday in a heartbeat and you don't even know who they are. And it, But it makes you feel good, though. Keep yeah, it real, it right? Makes, it makes you feel
1: don't special. make you feel just, good. Just for, just for the, the 30 seconds that you may look at it. Yeah. Do y'all so, check every happy birthday? think about the
0: only reason they remember it. <laughs> yeah. The Why? only reason they remember it. Why? Guess who's birthday today when you get up in the morning? Facebook. Facebook is running our lives,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Is are trying to celebrate birthday, the birthday to that am like, yeah, hey, birthday, bro. might oh. fix them on his phone, though. Right. Yeah, right. I always try to make sure I text those I feel like they are in my circle. You're yeah, yes, I, I, text, I, have to, I have to text I won't on, hit you on Facebook. Facebook. I, I, call, I make sure yeah. I text those calls. So if I don't put it on Facebook, I don't want you feeling no type of way. Yeah, I won't put it on Facebook if I know. If I got your phone number, I'm not going to hit you up on Facebook.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. So if there wasn't a Facebook, what would you do then?
1: You have to call them. You have to, I'll be you good without Facebook.
0: I'll be all right. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: Without Facebook or Twitter,
1: yeah. you'll be, be good. wish I would have started Facebook, man. Jesus.
0: God, man. Anyway, uh, 619-638-8559. Let, let me get more, more serious on the note. How in the world we ended up on birthdays. Oh, I felt guilty. That's why. In my mind, I was talking about the topic, but really down low in my heart, I felt guilty because I ain't told nobody happy birthday in so long. And if I had, it's just because I just happened to see it. Because I don't do a lot of scrolling. I'll look at, like, one line when I open up my Facebook, and I might do two more lines. I might scroll down, like, twice. And then that's enough because by then I see something so ridiculous and so stupid that I'm like, okay, this is why I don't really like Facebook in the first place. That much. Yeah. Right? That much. You try to be a positive person. You try to put positive things. You try to talk about things that are beneficial for everybody else. Usually the things that I'm talking about is reminders for me. Yeah. Right, I'm getting on myself, yeah. so I'll post it, but in a way that other people will, will gravitate towards it, too, and that'll benefit somebody else, too.
1: Yeah.
0: But social media has gotten out of hand. Yeah. How do you keep your kids from seeing that friend of yours that you went to high school with, whose ass is all out, all over their Facebook page, or even on Facebook page in the panties and a bra, or either they got that picture where they looking back at their ass. I know, I know, I get it. I know, I know y'all want to feel good about yourselves. I probably don't like some of the pictures. It is what it is. You ain't got to like it, all right? I'm just keeping it real. We all have. Whether it's somebody we know that was like 400 pounds, and now they dropped a few and they look better from from that angle, <laughs> or somebody just got a nice ass. Like, you got to get over it. Get over it. We got we gotta, it. It ain't nothing. It, it just does that. We got to get over the fact that we get so offended by, like, human nature. Like, we, most women will get mad at their men if they looked at a, another woman's ass. It's a, it's a difference from looking and noticing the ass or butt than trying to get all up in it. You know, looking at every curve, every dimple. Yeah, it's, it's a difference from that. Gawking, I guess gawking is the word. You can't gawk, right? You don't gawk. I hope you don't gawk. That's, that's a creepy part, like the golfing is creepy to women, I think, right wouldnt Alright, what if women balked you? What if you were walking up the street or or like at work and you walk to the cafeteria if you have a cafeteria or not I don't know, don't matter, and then a bunch of women were like and, and I've seen women posting about this on social media. This is what brings it up. You walk to the cafeteria, and all of a sudden they're just all staring like mm, oh mm, bad, baby, stuff like that how when you feel uncomfortable?
1: I don't think so, because it doesn't happen.
0: Hell yeah, you would.
1: I would, because it doesn't happen to men all the time.
0: You wouldn't feel uncomfortable? Women get golfed
1: every day, all All day, from age of adolescence almost.
0: They don't make them used to it, though. That doesn't make it comfortable for them. They're
1: used to men trying to look at them, talk to them each and every day.
0: 619-638-8559. If you're a woman... I got to ask this, man. If you're a woman... And you're comfortable with getting gawked at? Cause I, I don't think it's ever comfortable.
1: I don't think gawked at, but they know that it's going to happen. Women or programs know that I'm going to go out here and whatever attire I may have on, especially yeah. if it's something that is tight, yeah, it's fitting, it looks good on me, and, and she's thinking she's sexy, so she's going to be, she's expecting mm-hmm. to have guys at least look at her. She's going to expect look, look, look is cool. She's going to expect whatever she she's going to expect it. The whole nine yards.
0: See, but that's the point I'm making. I look, but I don't, don't golf. They, they wear stuff to get attention. And when they get attention, they them. And if they don't get attention, they them. Okay, see, I used to say that. I used to say women wear stuff to get attention. I don't agree with that no more. Why not? No more. I think I've improved otherwise. I think women wear stuff. They don't want you to golf, though. No, but I don't think they always wear it for attention either. I think they wear it because they, excuse me, because they feel like they look good in it. But naturally, if they feel like they look good in it, chances are there's going to be some guys that feel the same way. Yeah. Now, I believe that they know that as well. But I don't think that most, most respectable women don't go shopping with the thinking, the thinking in their mind, I'm going to get this because X, Y, Z is going to think I look good in it. I used to think that, but I don't think that anymore after having knowing real women, positive women, respectful women, true. You know what I mean? Now, is there a small chance in the back of their mind that they're thinking, yeah. I'm doing it in this, and everybody's yeah, like, yeah they're thinking that. And that's where I've come with social media. That's where the Facebook pictures and the Twitter pictures come in. Why are so many people posting pictures of themselves looking back at their butts or at their clothes? It could be a regular picture, though. They're posting pictures. Do they really want the attention? Do they really want the comments? Or what are they chasing? What do they want? Y'all tell me,
1: 'cause I'm um, I don't know. I get
0: confused. We're trying to see how many likes they can get. Is it all about likes? So or Is it about
1: attention? It's attention. I think. Likes that.
0: is attention. Likes is attention. Yeah. You scroll through. You see something you like. You like it. They like. I got 40 likes. Really? Yeah. For that one picture. Let me put something a little worse on
1: there. A little better on there. I, I think. Let me take a little <laughs> more clothes off. Let me bend all the way over. So it's yeah. likes, like likes. Oh, I think it's ridiculous to the point where, as a woman, you know this. You know that you take, you've take, you taken that picture and where you're showing your butt and, you know, those pictures where you're looking back at yourself or whatever else, and then you and you post another picture and it's just you smiling with your makeup on and you get no likes. Well, not no likes, <laughs> but you get... You get the minimal, like, okay, this is my face, and people not, you know, liking my face. then yeah. But, but if, you, if I put a picture, of let them, me show on you know, my body. On my body, then I'm yeah. going to get those likes. And then, today, it just allows people to, you know, flaunt themselves a little bit more than 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 normal. What about the ones that put a picture looking back at their butt in the mirror, get a whole
0: bunch of likes, and then turn around and say? Why y'all swaying me? You the one that turned around and showed them goodies. But, okay. Got all them likes. and wonder why, like, you put it out there.
1: Social media would change your life. I mean, yeah. I just feel, you know, as a parent, my kids don't have, my sons are 15 years old. Yeah. They don't have Facebook, Twitter, no. and Instagram. Oh, so I
0: don't think they know. don't
1: have. I know they don't have. <laughs> I'm, joking,
0: I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Think, I'm joking with you. I'm think, joking about with the, you. think about don't the apps.
1: You. Think about the other apps besides Facebook that I didn't even know. We don't even know. I mean, know you about. know, uh, you know, I'm aware of those. With the uh, Vine, yeah. Dan, Bebo, all these type of things. But social media will grow you up. As a child, it will grow you up real quick. I agree. Yeah, it will grow you yeah. up. Even having a cell phone will grow a child up. So I know that social media will expose you to things that you may have never been exposed to. Yeah. And it allows you to get to the point where you have to put that picture on Facebook now just to allow people to see, well, this is, you know, I'm this too. I'm not left out. I'm not an outsider like you are. Look at me too. So now, you know, you want to be amongst the ranks of all those people you may have thought was cool. So once I get my Facebook, I'm going to put those pictures out there that makes me just as cool as the next person. Yeah. So
0: it's, it's 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 still funny though. Let's go back to the likes part though. That this is, I think that's the most interesting part of of, of our conversation right now, other than the parenting part, that that we're going to get to. But Facebook likes. So if likes are. It, it, do you find yourselves just liking people's pages for the heck of it? Like I'm a habitual liker. I'll just go through and like everything. I I don't mean that I personally like it. Sometimes I don't I don't like the picture I might sometimes I might like the fact that you posted a picture depending on who you are. Or the caption under the picture. Or just the simple fact that you posted something because I don't see you that often. Or I haven't seen you ever post something in in forever. Or, I for, hell, I forgot that you were my friend. So I'm like, all right, cool. Well you you posting? How you doing? I don't say that. I just click like to let them know I've seen it. So I call that a habitual liker because I don't personally like everything that I click like on. So if likes equal attention, is it easy for some people to gather a different uh perspective from your like just because you liked it like have you ever been on somebody's page you like something and didn't see their timeline pop up again and You like something else of theirs. So now it's like oh He's liking two of my pictures now. I got room to inbox them That's what I was gonna say I did not like the picture and then got inboxed I you like <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it like how you think I like it <laughs> You you just thought I like you know You got it made up in your head that I like it a little different kind of way. No, I just like it Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing like that.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a habitual uh, liker. Yeah. I, I like what I feel kind of almost sometimes relates to me or if it's a milestone. I don't like things just because people put it up there because they're my friends or whatever. I like what I like based off of if it has something that it relates to me mm-hmm. or the person I feel. You know, like you said, it may, it may have been 400 pounds and lost 200, and, you know, now they're 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. And they post a picture, you know, that the after picture, I may mean, like, you know, the females with the, when they ain't showing their body, that doesn't, it. it's crazy to me. So I, I don't, that's a, that's a kind of pet people mind. I would never have my lady, my wife, post a picture like that. Oh. Period. Because I would never want any any guys to feel like, okay, I don't want no guys to be in the inbox based off a picture she's like, like, like Buck said. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's a level of respect for anybody to, as far as my Facebook go, My
0: old lady's not my friend on that. She can't see nothing I do. I can't see nothing she can. What? No, she's not my friend at all. And my status stays single. Why is that? Just because. Hold on. Don't nothing need to change. I ain't finna talk about that tonight. We ain't gonna go there. I started from single from the beginning. 619-638-8559. You listen to the KRP radio show. I'm loud talking Bobby Richmond of the Love and Father Society slash I Love Being a Black Father because I'm not even finna get cut about what he's talking about. And uh, he's on the
1: island. Yeah, he's on the
0: island by himself. I'm Shout out to my brother, Ro Island. Adam on Twitter, man. Green Bay Packers defensive back doing big things. Also, folks, got to let you guys know about our sponsorship, the baseball team. Shout out to the Green Level Trojans. Monday night, they're rocking 7 p.m. in uh, Graham, North Carolina at Cook Park, Park number two. Uh, us three and our other board members of the Loving Father Society has sponsored a baseball team. We got uniforms. We should have pictures of that up real soon. I'm going because TJ plays on the team, naturally. And I'm going to take pictures and represent for us. I, I hope y'all could be there. But if you can't be there, it's cool. Um, it's late, It's going to be like 6, 7 o'clock. If you're not working, you guys might be working. I don't know. Listen, if not, we'll do it by the end of the season. We'll take two or three pictures. Um, you know, sponsoring the team, that's something positive. You know, guys, we out there in the community. Check the website out, LovingFatherSociety.com. Give us a shout-out. We're also on Facebook, folks. We need you guys to, you know, tell people about our Facebook page. That's where we're going to have updates. We're going to talk about a lot of things that we got going on, especially the back-to-school event on August 24th, August 24th 2014 at NoCo Park. NoCo Park or NoCo Park? How you NoCo Park. NoCo Park, Greensboro, North Carolina, right off Lee Street, Folks, take the Lee Street exit, make a right, Greensboro, North Carolina. Keep it moving about three miles up the road. On the left, you'll see the park. We will be there. You need to be there and participate to get back to school supplies. The address is 1010 Duke Street, and we're going to be giving out school supplies, man. Again, it started out as my brother Rashad Woods and his family. The Woods Family Initiative is their uh, mantra, and it's something that they're doing, and they always choose to give back and help out in the community, so we hope that you guys will be there and share some time with us. It's the last weekend before school goes back. And and that's a brilliant idea, by the way. You know, Rashad felt like people will go to school inspired, they'll go to school happy. And it also, excuse me, it also gave a chance for a lot of people who don't have school supplies at the last minute to come get those school supplies that they have no other means. And even if they do, well, I mean, we're not checking to see who has what. We're just trying to help. So Hopefully people won't be greedy We know they will Uh, But people who who actually need things To go back to school with This event is for you Uh, We're looking for other groups To come out and help us out We have a group out of uh, DMV uh, DC Maryland area Um, They're going to come help us out Uh, Discovery Aviation now Check them out on Facebook He was on the show last week My brother Brian Johnson Uh, We'll say frat brother But I'm in no frat But uh, you know Pilot Brian Johnson, he will be there. Katrina Watkins, board member for Discovery Avi- Aviation now. And they're doing some beautiful things out there in the D.C. area. So they're going to come out and help us out and teach some kids about um, avionics and navigation in, in the field of aviation and jobs in the field of aviation and some sort. I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to be here. And there's going to be other groups there. So, guys, you got, you know, you guys make sure you come out. Show us some love and support and help out in the community of Greensboro, North Carolina. Got to give another shout-out to C4GC, conservatives for Guilford County. Jody, we see you guys. Lee, we see you. Lee Haywood, shout-out to all you guys over there. Major Dave, B.I.G., shout-out to you. Kevin Watkins, B.I.G., shout-out to you. Long-time K.I.R.P. radio show listener. And it's host, a shout-out to all our host of friends, man, who are out there showing us a lot of love. Going back to the social media thing, man, and uh, <clears throat> I just want to talk about this likes thing because – To me, if likes equal attention, and I'm not not convinced yet, though, but if likes equal attention, that could be a recipe for disaster because that would mean that people are going to do in and everything to get more attention because that's what, as, as human beings, that's what most of us do, right? We keep doing more things to get more attention because now we have a platform of people who are watching us for whatever reason. So if you're on social media to be liked in the first place, or if you're on social media to gain some kind of support for something that you have going on, you're going to do more, and you're going to show more that will get you more likes. So is this a recipe for disaster for our youth? Like, what are you seeing with the youth? What are they doing to get more likes? Are they doing what their moms and their pops doing, or are they doing things that they see celebrities doing? What do you see out of the youth and what do you run across on Facebook that seems like it's getting people to do more or that people are doing more to get more likes or more attention?
1: I think I think just because it's Facebook, parents allow kids to say more, do more, not really realizing that, again, once it's put on the internet, it doesn't go away mm. the way people think it does. Um, you i heard all I hear a lot of times, even grown people down to kids, it's just Facebook. <coughs> but it's not just Facebook.
0: I still don't think it's real life.
1: It's real life. Dude. Facebook is beyond, you know, you know, the society that you what it used to be, you know, just uh, you know, playing games and things like that. Now it's become real life. I just spoke with a gentleman yesterday mm-hmm. well let's say Friday it Attract Me and he just he, he works at Duke University. He said they have a uh a department <laughs> that just goes on social media and looks up athletes, students, and future students just to see what their Instagram, Twitter, Facebook pages are like. And if they're trying to find out what type of person they are, are, even even employees. So it's beyond, you know, just Facebook now. This is real life. This is what you put on social media will impact your life at some point, at some time, and it will make people, at some point, judge you or, you know, think of you differently than they normally would. And I think people should really, you know, take heed to the things they do put on Facebook, especially the kids. And I think women should take heed to the things they're putting on Facebook Mm -hmm. when they do have kids.
0: Mm. Because
1: at some point those kids will become older kids. And this type of thing, you know, there's certain things you don't want to see. You don't want to have Put your mom. You don't want to see your mom saying these things and doing those type of things. I, I never wanted to think, think my mom saying things or doing things because it's my mom. That's gotta be hard. Now yeah. when I can just go on social media and see that my mom does these things and says these things, it's like you know, it takes away from. It takes it takes away from you know, that's this thin line you just can't cross. Mom can't cross that line. I don't want to know that. I am. Yo, do you think? Do
0: you think when people post? People post pictures, post whatever. Do you think they think about all their friends? Like, cause my mom's was my friend on that. Yeah. And I'm like, for that, cause my mom's gonna see. It. Wow. And I tell about that every time. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, uh, just some, just some older people in the community. I, 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 got a lot of respect for. I don't want them to see me talking like that yeah. or, or putting whatever. But the fellas can see it all day. But like, just like the fellas is my friends on there. Mm-hmm. It's the people that I respect like that. I don't want them to see crazy stuff like that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, true. I don't what want mean? them to see me, you know, which I don't do that, but I'm just saying if I did, I think about them, I think about both sides. So I just don't put nothing crazy, period. I, I would, man, you 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 both said something that struck a chord with me. I, first, I think I would have a serious problem If I saw my mom reckless on Facebook And reckless means You know a whole host of different things To different people right To me reckless is seeing my mom taking a picture Looking back at a booty For right or wrong You know no matter what kind of confidence She may have Or that she needs What kind of boost she needs I would have a problem being 34 years old Seeing my mom Over 50 I'm just going to leave it at that uh, with a Facebook status or a Facebook picture, no matter what the status is, it could be, I just lost 200 pounds and I feel great. Right? But no one's paying attention to that. Most people aren't paying attention to that. Yeah. Friends are. I might. Yeah. But most people, all they see
1: is, Big
0: man, Pudgy Mom's got a fatty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or,
0: or what's Pudgy Mom doing? with her ass out on Facebook, right?
1: Or or, or just think about, i go to put your mom's page. Oh, no, no, no. no.
0: Just think about this. this. When I I read somebody's post, and it's
1: crazy,
0: I might comment something funny or crazy back. Then the next person, then the next person, then they mom's comment. Wow. And I'm like, your mom is on here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the thing, <laughs> though. Crazy. You know, we crazy. We laugh and joke. We joke about everything. That's right. You know, but everybody's... My, I'm say moms, everybody. I was like the fifth comment after all the stuff we put. Yeah, like watch your mouth. Yeah. Then you watch your mouth, boy. I'm like, that's your mom? Yeah. And you're yeah. still a little Bobby to her. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. still a little fuzzy to a lot of my homeboys. Yeah. I'm a grown, I'm grown like, man. I my soul. Soul. I'm like, yeah. yeah, this is me. How you been doing that crazy
1: stuff you put on Facebook? I'm like, oh,
0: God, that's is normal,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, my mom doesn't have a Facebook. Yeah. She said to me, it's crazy it's what they be putting on Facebook. <laughs> I'm <it's> so much cool <laughs> so on <my> Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Because How face, know? people showing her what's going on on Facebook. Like, <laughs> man. Man.
0: wow. I would not be my mom's friend on Facebook. My mom's the once one she never I would have mom. My mom had one. She never went on there. Yeah. She didn't know. Nothing. You know. Good. Just made like uh, but it just made her. Yeah. She never had. She never got on. This. My aunt just requested me. Yeah. Like my no, aunt. No. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I don't, you. don't live too wild. I don't. I don't, I don't yeah, go yeah. too wild, but sometimes yeah. I do. Like you know, and and uh, my aunt, one of them that requested me. One of my elder aunts requested me too. She's in the upper 60s. I'm like, Alina, what you doing on Facebook? Yeah. But she did it for a family reunion page, and she asked me to do it for her. But here's the thing. When our elders are on Facebook, isn't it a little bit uncomfortable, though? Yeah.
1: Not to me, only because I feel like anything that I put on Facebook yeah. is respectable enough for me. To, yeah. If I say it on Facebook, I can say it off Facebook. Not for us. No, 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 no. not for us.
0: I'm talking about the other side, what I like to call Facebook at the dark. <laughs> I don't want them to, see, like, they're our protectors, right? Growing up, they, they protected us, and they told us, what, don't do this, and don't do that, and watch out for this and that. So now I'm like, nah, watch out for Facebook, don't do it. Yeah. Don't get a Facebook page. I don't want you to see my friends as stupid and such, and such and such and such. And then, you know, you see some crazy think stuff. About, think about this. Think about that. I, I, I think about the hackers on Facebook. Yeah. One, oh, time, man. one time, this girl I d I haven't seen in probably twenty years. We yeah. grew up together though. Yeah. I haven't seen her in so long. She kept hitting me back. Stop sending me stop sending me this mess. And I'm like, whatever She sent all me the messages back and it's saying I lost thirteen pounds. No, 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 I got a I got a I got a, a camera in your bathroom. In your shower. I see you naked every night. From me to her, it's saying I'm sending this up. And then the next day, she's like, stop sending me this stuff. Like we got into it to her over there. She was just like, if you send me one more, I said it's not me. She said, It is. you." You don't have a camera in my shower, seeing me naked every day. I'm like, I don't it's not me. It's a hacker. Oh my god. See that, that's what makes it worse though, because a lot of people can't discern. They don't know. Yeah, but it's it's not, not, ain't nobody got no shower my no camera in my shower. <laughs> She's like, you keep sending me this stuff on top. Stop doing it. I'm like, it's not me. Let me find out. Like, leave me alone. She's like, leave me alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me find out. You can. Uh... It was a hacker. Yeah, sure. It was a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was like, what went on oh like five God. days
1: straight. Every day, she's like.
0: Send me this mess no more, man. But look, listen, man. On, on, on a more serious tip, though, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we want to have our rights how we want to have them. Like we 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 don't want anybody to infringe upon our constitutional rights. And that kind of goes back to the whole Clifford thing, where this guy was recorded in some private conversation that he had with his girlfriend. And you know, I talked to a lot of different people from a lot of different groups and this is real talk man business wise, politically, regular folks who don't claim to be anybody. They're just regular folks. Regular conversation everyday conversation for them. And quite frankly, man, people say some stuff to me that's like reference ain't even the word. I mean, some of the comments that people make, I think the feds would probably lock you up if they heard you say it aloud. Because they feel like it's some sort of threat. I mean, I've, I've heard people say they need to kill such and such and such, or you know what I mean. And, and 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 it's aggressive, but I know they're not serious because I know who these people are. But the world doesn't know that. So if I was I w- if I was to record some of these conversations and put it out there to the world and say, hey, this is how such and such acts. This is what they really feel, even though it's a one-off. It's you know only time they ever said something like that. The world is going to believe the recording. They're going to believe what they hear, and and that's what goes on with Facebook. Like people see Facebook, and the world only believes what they see you or any other any other person through Facebook. The pictures you post, the comments you make, the the topics that you share, or or, or whatever, you know. This is, this is how people see you. This is how people view you because now Facebook and Twitter and the rest of those social media sites have become a reality and part of our everyday life, whether we like it or not. So us that have children, especially us three, should we A, monitor our kids' Facebook and Twitter pages, our social media intake, period, or should we B, not let them have it at all?
1: B. I'll go with B. I'll let them I love mean, having it at all. It's it's a hard decision, man. Like I said, but you know you have to you have to prep your kids the same way you prep them for anything else. Yeah. So you have to prep them for social media and yeah. to prep them for texting. Mm. You have to prep them for yeah. you know just sex. Sexting. sexting. Let's I say that. It. You're gonna prep That's them what for they that. Do. And gentlemen, in today's society, you have to pretty much prepare your kids for. More than just you know what we what we were preparing for. Now you have you know the technology you have to prepare for that. You have to be just as knowledgeable of the technology as the kids are. Yeah. You have that has to be something that now you have to put into what we call parenting. Mm -hmm. You have to be prepared to to be able to get on these social sites Mm -hmm. and know about sexting and texting, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, how to how to move about you know Vine or whatever else. You have to be prepared to do that. That. Should come along with anything else as far as when it comes to parenting because once you put your kids into that position <clears> or <to throat> allow them to go there there's no coming back no coming back huh? and
0: all the innocence is gone uh, at least we know about it glad we know about it yeah you know
1: what i'm saying because a yeah. lot of
0: parents that don't know that don't have nothing to do with computers but their kids do mm-hmm. their kids on facebook and the parents have no clue because they don't know nothing about it they don't know how bad it can get because they don't mess with computers anyway, period. So as, as responsible parents, and I know, because this, it's funny because this is almost a, a case of uh, do as I say and not as I do, especially for a lot of parents. Mm-hmm. Like, we all have social media pages and sites, and we're grown. We know how to handle ourselves. We I talk about in this room, that mm-hmm. there's a lot of parents who are uh, Again, you have the right, the first amendment right to say it, do it as you please. But a lot of parents are reckless. I mean, totally reckless. I don't mean posting a couple pictures that some people might seem unruly or, man, why did you post that? You know, that's not like you, blah, 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 because people have their opinions of us, whether we like it or not. But I'm talking totally reckless, you know, not bikinis, but underwear, bra, panties, if that... uh, some club photos, some, I've seen some stuff that I'm like, wow, you know, that's, that was a little bit too much as a parent. But again, they got the right to do what they want to do. So is this a case of do as I say and not as I do? Or should we as responsible parents say, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have a Facebook page. Maybe I should close down my page and, and, and lead the way.
1: To parents these days, I think it's a little uh, both. A lot of times, parents want to say, "I'm gonna do as I say, not as I do," Mm -hmm. but we all know it. That doesn't work. Don't fly. Don't fly at all. Doesn't fly at all. It's it's crazy to think that you would tell your kids that do as I say, not as I do. You know.
0: I mean, but that clearly this is this is what it is. Whether we, you guys know, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate right now. And I'm just you know, I'm just telling the truth. The truth of the matter is, we're telling our kids. I know I am. Makai has a Facebook page. I can get in it. I know the password to it. I know what's going on. He doesn't use it that often. But I've seen some stuff that he's done at school, nothing major. And I was like, you know, what, what's up with the microwave, Makai, in, in the library? He blew up the microwave in the library or something. I'm like, how'd you do that? It caught on fire. I said, how'd you do that? He's like, oh, it wasn't my fault. But, but my point is, I didn't know about this until I looked at Facebook and it was a comment that one of his friends made yeah. and then I had to ask him about it or well, then I had to ask his teacher about it or, I'm sorry, his mom about it, who had to ask his teacher about it. Yeah. So my point is we get all this secondhand information from our kids' social media pages, so it's like another thing to have to, you know, if they have a Facebook page or a Twitter page or any kind of social media, it's another thing that we got to parent on. You yeah. know, it's another thing that we got to protect them from, and, and we got to monitor. This is this another thing. My son didn't find out about Facebook through me. Who he find out? Through? He just came home one day can I have a Facebook page? Well, you can't duck it, though. Yeah. You can't right duck now, it. You ain't getting one. And that was the end of it. It's, it's, but it's, there's it's, also other sites mm-hmm. you can get on. Oh, my God. So he found, his, he, on a phone with no service, there's a website called Kick, an app called Kick. Yeah, yeah. He, he was texting back and forth yeah. yeah, with some little girl that he found from California. I don't know where she from. Not a Yeah. California? <laughs> yeah, she was 12. Cal- he was nine. And you could send pictures and everything, and the phone ain't on no service. What kind of pictures did he send? A picture of himself. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you like me? Whoa. Hold up. I ain't know nothing guy. about it. Yeah. He was nine at the time. He was 10 uh, now. but. You have to shut that down. I didn't know nothing about Kik. It's K-I-K. I didn't know nothing yeah, about it. Heard of it. Shut it down. But he learned, yeah. how he learned that one is from his older brother. Right. Which, he's 13, They yeah. where he stayed, they let him have a Facebook page. And he uh, chats and ooh and all that extra stuff. Yeah. So he, of course, told his little brother, this is what you do. One night he spent the night. My son was doing all that stuff the next day. See, that's the mm-hmm. conversation that Nikki had with me sure, about yeah. my oldest. Makai, she's like, listen, Makai, you got to tell him not to yeah. talk about some stuff to them because yeah. him and TJ are like that, right? Yeah. Everywhere that he goes, Tyree is his shadow. Yeah. So she's like, you got to tell him he got to not talk about some of the stuff or show them YouTube videos. That, and that's a whole other thing. YouTube. Like, we let him look at you. I love the, you th- yeah. the thing is, here, here's the thing. Social media... And and the computer, let let me just stop saying social media and just say the computer, because the computer is now another uh, part of our families, Mm -hmm. right? Now there's you, your wife, your kids, and the computer, whether it's the computer on the phone, whether it's the computer on the laptop, it's the computer on an app, it's the computer on the TV, on the video game, now it's just the computer, And if we don't monitor all of this stuff, our kids are going to, and they are, I'm sure, by the hundreds of thousands, losing what we like to call their innocence a lot sooner than what we would like it to be, which is going to push some of those conversations that we're uncomfortable with having, not us three, but parents in general. It's going to push some of those conversations at the age that we like to have them at, we're going to have to have them a lot sooner. Instead of you having that conversation at 12, 13, 14, for some 16, 17, shout out to all the parents who can wait that long, but it's going to make us have those conversations at 10 perhaps.
1: Yeah.
0: Because the truth of the matter is we think they may, we don't think, but we would hope that if they're having conversations with other kids on on social media in that way, parentheses on that way, it's, it's other girls. But the truth of the matter is it could be other adults. For our boys, other adult men. For our girls, other adult men. All right. You don't more commonly find women sexual predators that are that are stalking boys. You don't commonly find it. There's a couple of teachers you better watch out for yeah, now. Okay, yeah, There's a couple of them freak teachers. teachers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch out for them teachers. You yeah, yeah. get your little boys caught up in the room, you want to get this... Anyway. Business, yeah, right. I oh, smack fire. Anyway, mm. that just threw me way off, but... Um, We we just got to start having these conversations a lot sooner. So with the computer being another part of our families, if you still have your own social media pages and sites and things like that, that we all enjoy, personal sites and pages, isn't it more likely that our kids are going to want to do it? And if we don't let them do it, that to me is saying that do as I say and not as I do, which we know doesn't work. Right? It's like drinking a beer in front of your kids. Do as I say, not as I do. Chances are, as they get older, they're going to want to drink. Shame on my ass because I'm talking about me right now through all of this. They see me on Facebook. They see me on Twitter. It's a part of my business. It's a part of what I do every single day. Every single day. Right? And they see it. But I'm telling them, nah, you don't need that. You don't want that. Not right now. You're not old enough. You're not responsible. You don't need it.
1: So how do you balance that in
0: 2014? How long could you keep saying that? Like I don't son, think you can. My son 10. And I say, no, you can't have it. That's it. Okay, what about, like, your boy, 15? He's 15. What do you tell him? You can't tell him
1: the same thing you told a 10-year-old. I'm just tell, I tell him. I mean, at this point, I do. I just tell him because it's almost like giving him the keys to the car. It is. Yeah. If I give you yeah. the keys to the car, that don't mean you – Because yeah. you think you can drive it. Mm-hmm. You can drive it. And operate. it you make him move it out the car, you know, but – it's responsibility behind you get, grabbing these keys. Yeah.
0: That's a, okay, so that is right there. That's a better analogy and that's the answer. Responsibility. Yeah. I'm responsible enough and old enough to handle this Facebook, yeah. Twitter. I can raise media. I can raise them like this, but I don't know how he's gonna use Facebook. Is he gonna use it like just to, you know, social? Yeah. Or is he gonna take it to another level where he ain't supposed to? I don't know. So I just keep him off of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know what he's gonna do with Facebook. You know, I, I'm I, I'm I don't let Facebook into my house. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't let Facebook in my house. Is he gonna do the same thing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I don't I just don't do it. You know what I'm saying? But is he gonna do the same thing?
0: Meaning, you going to talk about your personal stuff that goes no. on in your home. I can dig it. Nah, no. I can dig never. It. never. I think I think that's a recipe for disaster. Never. Even though, like, being intellectual people, all, all of us. I think that sometimes when we go through things in our homes, and then you could be in a total different mindset and post something on social media, not even knowing having to do it with your household. Yeah. Not even realizing yeah, it until so yeah, you go back right. and read it. Like, damn, that kind of... So if if your wife is reading it, she might be like, yo, what's, what's up? why would you do that? And then you go, I'm not doing that. That probably invokes an argument, I'm sure. That's, that's Thousands of saying? people have She's been through I ain't going them. there with you. I'm just yeah. saying. We Man. just told you that's that's taboo. Yeah. We ain't talk, yo. We ain't going there with you. Right. you we ain't it. going there. All we ain't right. going there. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. Hit number one if you got a comment. You rocking with the KRP Radio Show in the building with my brothers from the I Love Being a Black Father. Rashad Woods, VP of the Loving Father Society, and my brother, board member of the I Love Being a Black Father Movement, Bobby Richmond Jr. Junior. He's more comfortable now. When he first came on, he, he was talking like uh he was talking more proper. <laughs> was <just> up <laughs> he gave me some in like a chair, yeah, he'd tucked the shirt in. He, <laughs> you know, he was in here talking real proper. I said, Look, man, we just talked about You <laughs> know, I got, got you know <laughs> Um, talking about social media, man, a little bit earlier we talked about uh Larry Johnson and the comments that he made in which a lot of people had deemed racist. And uh, it's it's lately, it's overshadowed this comments that they spawned from, which was uh, Donald Sterling saying that, basically, he didn't want black people around his jump off, and he didn't want them in his building or around his circle. And uh, I respect that. See, I, I hate to say jump off, because I use jump off for a lot of different things. And I don't want people saying, you know, he's talking about jump off, he's talking about a jump off. But anyway, anyway, that don't matter. Um, you know, in, in talking about those comments, you know, we've covered a, a various... Uh, amount of topics tonight and I think I think the root of what we're saying is responsibility. I think that's what if if you look at collectively everything that we've talked about tonight it all boiled down to responsibility and are you responsible enough to handle the pressure Are you responsible enough to deal with the stuff that you deal with, that that most of us deal with every day? Are you responsible enough to say what's really on your mind and then deal with the effects of it later? You know, because that seems to be what's happening for a lot of people. So ultimately, are you responsible enough? Even God gives us those First Amendment rights, you know, thank God for them, but are you responsible, uh, responsible enough to deal with the repercussions of you opening your mouth and, and, and saying something as radical as what Larry Johnson said, whether it be racist or not. Handle uh, the things like Don Sterling has said, whether it be racist or not, and even other people. Um. So responsibility is is kind of what it comes down to. And even social media, as we take a look at what we were talking about in social media, you know, are you responsible enough to handle the pressures of what social media offers? I mean, you can... You can be in Alaska, and shout-out to the Alaska State Troopers. Man, Y'all ever seen that show? Yeah. Those two guys yeah. got killed from that show. Uh, yeah, got killed, got gunned yeah. down in the line of service. Shout-out to those two brothers. I saw it on my news wire, And, uh, you know, my condolences goes out to you and your families in the line of defense. One thing about police, real quick, before we close out the show, is that as, as much as people talk about the negative things that goes on within the police uh, and, and, and the people that say after police, they're loudest so are normally the first people to call them and, and that calls them more often. Now, you know, I don't hate all police. I love justice, period. You know, whether it be police, government, or what may have you. So anyway, shout out to those brothers. My condolences to you and your families. And, uh, you know, may God be with you guys and, and bless you guys going forward to be able to get through something that tragic. You know, those are two fathers. Those are two sons. Those are two husbands. Those are two friends of somebody that were lost in the line of fire. I would hate, you know, to find out that I lost one of my brothers, one of my friends in, you know, when they just went to work. And and you know, we don't leave work thinking we're not coming back. We leave work in, with the hopes that we'll see you tonight. You know, we'll be back in a little while or So uh anyway man, it is ninety seconds before the close of the show been a wonderful time, man. You guys got any shout-outs? Matter of fact, you got to give a shout-out. Can't leave out of here without giving a shout-out. Rashad, what's up? Shout-out to my beautiful
1: wife, Contessa Woods. Oh, Lord, Contessa Woods. Now, I'm kidding. Shout-out
0: to my family. Shout-out to my friends. friends. Yep. That's it. Shout-out to the Love and Follow Society here.
1: Shout-out
0: to my wife. It's official. We got a date. Can we get a date? Be rich. We're going to get this brother married one way or the other, man. Shout out to all you guys who listen to the show. Shout out to their shout outs. Definitely B.I.G. Shout out to my family, my KRP family. Everybody out there, B.I.G. Shout out to you guys. Next week, check us out, man. We're going to talk about this election that we got going on in North Carolina and a few other things. Shout out to Dr. Greg Brandon, B.I.G. for you, my brother. Good luck to you. Shout out to Mark Walker, man. True man of God trying to win that seat also in the state. And uh, shout out to everybody out there who supports us, who continues to support us. And make sure you guys check out the Society.com. Doing big things, man. We got an art gala coming up, two art galas, uh, one in Raleigh, one in Greensboro. And maybe we'll do another one by the end of the year, probably in the fourth quarter. And uh, you know what? You guys are be a G in my book. Remember, God is love, love is God. Communication is the key, and this is the way I communicate. Check you guys out next week. We are out of here. K-I-R-P Radio! I got to
1: talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it.
0: Biggie. Biggie.